tonight on the Midnight Train podcast. We discuss the moon landing. Did it actually happen? Was it faked by Stanley Kubrick? How did they send a video signal from the moon in 1969 when Sprint can't even give me service in most major cities in 2019? Punch your ticket, grab a drink, and relax. You're on the Midnight Train. Welcome to the Midnight Train. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All aboard! Welcome to another amazing, titillating episode of the Midnight Train Podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Sayer. With me, as always, is my co-captain on the SS thing, <laughs> Jeff Butchko. How you doing, buddy? That worked out pretty good. I like that. Thank you. you like that, that was good. It was good. I I'm uh, doing rough, man. I had a rough week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you got like some shit stuck in your I eye, had, right? Uh, my eyeball was cut. Your eyeball so. was actually... You know, we, we talked about uh, Fire in the Sky, the movie. Right. And there's that scene where the aliens are doing tests on him. Right. And they clamp his eyeball open and, like, do a bunch of shit in there. Is that what they did to you? Basically. So what happened was I was putting some running boards on my Jeep. Long story short, some debris fell into my eyeball and literally cut my eyeball, like the white part of my eye. And it was like, eh, but yay big. If you're watching the video, you'll see it's this big. I don't know, half inch, maybe. And to- Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is five inches, right? I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is. is let me th- see. This is th- that. That's five inches, right, ladies? That's five inches, right? Gross. <laughs> so you so sliced anyways, your eyeball. Yeah, and you so anyways, to the damn they, they clamp my eye open and they poured all this dye in it to see right. where the where the cut was, the abrasion, right? And they found it, and then that was insane itself to deal with just right. having that done and then i had to put this like ointment goop in my eye it wasn't eye drops it was like actual gel mm. so for like three days i couldn't see out of my one eye and it was all full of crap and mm. yeah that was my uh to the extent of my week but yeah. uh, other than that that's you know all right well with us always is uh our 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 co co captain our our general of information the nerdy one himself, Riley. How are you today, buddy? I'm good, actually. You're good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Good. You seemed a little. You didn't good. cut your eye, did you? I didn't. I would have worn glasses. <laughs> That's what the the doctor told me. She's like, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you that you should have worn safety glasses. I'm like, Pfft. yeah. He he kind of called you out on that one, but uh, yeah. So anyway, we're glad that your eye's okay. We're glad that you're here. Um, we're glad that you're you know able to do what you can do. And uh, you know, of course, this is the Midnight Train Podcast. We want to thank you guys for listening. Because, uh, you know, you could be doing anything else, but you're listening to our stupid voices right now, and that's awesome. So now in saying that, Jeff, what are we talking about today? Well, today is part two of the Conspiracy mini-series. Mini-series. And we're going to discuss Apollo 11, the moon landing. Did it really happen? The original moon landing, right? Correct. Like the, the the one that everyone's like, oh, it was fake. The flag was waving and all this. And we're going to get to all those conspiracy theories and stuff too. Because I, I, I love conspiracy theories because everybody's got their own kind of whatever 
and I feel like no one ever does any kind of research or if they do, it's all like stuff that's like debunkable or debatable. You know what I mean? Um, but before we start, gentlemen, shall we crack our brews? Aye. Ladies and gentlemen, and for all of you out there at home, we hope you were enjoying and uh, on three, two, one. It would have been amazing if they all exploded all over. All <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. That yeah. would have been a great video. Yeah, next time I'm not going to do it over my computer. That would be a bad idea. Anyway, mm, Coors Light. Now I know. Listen, I'm a huge fan of like craft beer and stuff like that. Like I love a good solid. Like in fact, I'm a nerd when it comes to it. I'm just absolutely obsessed with it. But every now and then, and especially when you're trying to do something and not get completely like shit faced, Coors Light. That's for me. It's a silver bullet, hey, which is a, is a great bullet. movie, by the way. Silver for bullet. all you horror yeah. people out there. Yeah, and if you've never seen Silver Bullets about werewolves, go watch it. I feel like werewolves don't get like the notoriety that they deserve. You know what I mean? Like Twilight kind of you got. Well, we're gonna do a, a podcast about that too, about werewolves, because that, that's one of my favorite um, monsters. But they're like the redheaded stepchild of monsters. You but know it's what cool I mean? how the whole concept of it and how it started and stuff like that. So we'll definitely do one of those. So you guys stay tuned for that because we're gonna be talking about werewolves and they're way i mean they're cooler than vampires if you go by the actual like lore of stuff you know what i mean like you're actually turning into like this beast you know creature so we are talking about the moon landing the original moon landing that happened back on july 20th 1969 so that means that we just had the 50th anniversary of them touching down on the moon the whole buzz aldrin and neil armstrong and uh you guys happen to know who the third guy on the the thing was on, on the ship was buzz lightyear it was not buzz lightyear riley any idea okay so check this out this is uh, there was another podcast that i listened to that actually kind of touched base on this and i think this is freaking amazing so we know of neil armstrong he was the commander all right of the uh the uh, apollo 11 you know and the what they took down the lunar module that actually landed on the moon was called the Eagle. You know, so the Eagle has landed that whole thing that everybody hears all the time. Um, so what's cool about it is there was Neil Armstrong commander. There was Buzz Aldrin, who was the pilot. And there was a guy named Michael Collins. Michael Collins had to stay on Apollo 11 when Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin went down on the Eagle. Could you imagine being that guy? Could you imagine being him, dude? It so sucks. He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. You guys go down there. I'll make sure he's like cleaning the windows. Or was it more like, or was it more like, listen, Mike, um, we drew straws and uh, we're going down, but you got to stay here. You know what I mean? And then when they came back up, was he all like, oh my God, what was it like? Or was he just like pissed in the corner? You know what I mean? Let me smell you. (laughs) So yeah, so those are the three guys that actually did the thing. Now, there were, you know, Russia actually had a uh, a a space module or whatever that actually landed on it before we did. But then JFK was like, listen, we're going to do this as Americans. We're going to reach the moon first. Now, was that the one with the monkey? Didn't a monkey go into space before any humans did? Well, right? I think it was a dog. It was a dog? Yeah. I think his name was Sasha. I, I can look it up, but yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive that that... That the well, Russians on, were kicking our ass in the space race. Yeah, they were totally. So was they, uh, so was China. Well, uh, well, Russia was definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Russia launched Rasputin, which was the first unmanned satellite, and just anything to orbit the the Earth, I believe, was like the Rasputin satellite. And so we were in. And in, and in freak they, out mode. They also launched Sputnik, 
right? Oh, that's what it is. Sputnik, not Sputnik, Rasputin. Not Ras- Ras- yeah, Rasputin. Rasputin's a Russian guy. You're this guy. Yeah, listen, this guy. Which, Sputnik, wait, wait, right. wait. By the way, I would love to do a podcast about Rasputin because apparently that dude was like impossible to kill. Mm-hmm. Like they tried killing him eleven or twelve different ways, and he never died. And then he ended up dying from like something not not having to do with the murders or people trying to murder him. It was so, like hypothermia. Like yeah, it He's was a 50 cent of Russia gets shot like a thousand <laughs> times. And, and then but it was like they were trying to kill this dude. Anyway, so the, the moon landing. So JFK is like, listen, we're going to do this and we're going to go. So next thing you know, Apollo 11, you know, they put it up into space and then they go and they drop off the eagle and they land on the moon. So this all happened. Now, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, the conspiracies behind things. But before we actually get to those conspiracies, there's a couple of things I've read about. Um, like the, uh, you, in the beginning, our Nigel or Nathan or whatever our little toy guy Evan, is. Evan. Evan. Evan, Evan, yeah. Evan, the English guy. Sorry, Evan, if you're out there listening. Yeah, I apologize. Sorry. Yeah, that's my bad. So he was talking about the signal or whatever. So originally, the signal was supposed to be like crystal clear. They had this thing. I read a whole thing about it. And it was crystal clear, but they had a problem with it, and they couldn't figure out what was going on with it. So they end up having to have that crappy video signal and that crappy audio signal. And initially, they did all the things for it, and it was supposed to be like this huge, you know, I mean, it was a huge ordeal as it was. Because 1969, everyone's like, oh, my God, we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. Yeah. There were parties, I think. There were like yeah. a ton of oh, yeah. dude, It was insane. Parties. Absolutely. I mean, thank God it's 2019 and we have no problem with technology ever. Right? Yeah. Nothing ever yeah. goes wrong. Yeah. Because right. the, the aliens, remember that. Because the aliens. The aliens. Yeah, we that. have good yeah. technology now. Yeah, that's what happened. So they have a bunch of conspiracies. All right. First and foremost, they basically say it didn't happen. It was staged, right? So the, the conspiracy theory is, is that the moon landing was staged. Now, I, I a, love the video where it shows it and it, it's done up the same way. And then the light falls from the light fixture and hits the astronaut. And the guy's like, cut, roll it again. Uh, that's yeah, a great, yeah, yeah. whether it's fake or not. I mean, right. it's hilarious. Well, what, what's, what's crazy about this? So everyone talks about the flag and how there's no, um, there's no gravity or there's no, um, what do you call it, in space or on the moon or whatever. So there's no, there's no, no, wind, or no wind or anything like that, right? Well, the reason it was doing that is because as he was putting the pole with the flag into the ground, he's wiggling it back and forth. So he's going like this, trying to get it in the ground. Well, they didn't realize how hard the the moon's surface, surface. was. It's a rock. Right. It's a freaking rock. So they thought they were just going to be like, we're done. He's like, oh, shit. And he's like <laughs> trying to get this thing. So, of course, it's waving. And even without any kind of... Um, you know, wind resistance or anything like that, or wind blowing, it's still going to move. Yeah. So the pictures and the videos you see, it's him trying to move this damn thing. You know? Okay. So that's Do that. Do you see his hands in the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually holding the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, Okay. And if not, what happens is when you have no atmosphere and you have no gravity and you move something like this, like just one time you smack it, it's going to sit there and keep fluttering like this, like it was underwater. Okay. You know what I mean? And so... There's nothing to stop it, you know, just like right. the, the guys have to when, when they're on the moon and stuff, they have to wear, you know, like gravity boots and these big heavy things, because if not, you're just going to mm, float right off, yeah, you're you know, because there's nothing there's nothing there to um, resist it. There's no resistance in anything. So that was that one. Riley, go ahead. Before we get into like the conspiracies and, you know, like the, the nitty gritty of Too what late. we're talking about, well, further, <laughs> I think we should probably go ahead and preface with the like what's going on in the 60s. And why the space race is such a There's big deal. There's a lot deal. of weed. 
right. going there on was, in well, the 60s. Well, there was more than weed. It was, the, there was the season love back in the 60s. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. So, like, I just wanted to, like, kind of, like, us to talk about, you know, Russia or the USSR, as it was called at the time, and how they were kicking our asses in the, the space race to the point where they sent the first man into space eight years before the moon landing. Right. They were way farther So, 1961, we a guy named Yuri Gagarin goes into space and is, I'm pretty sure he's the first man to could totally um, revolve around the Earth. Yeah, there were like dogs and monkeys and well, stuff like that. The first but yeah, dog he was, the was first... Laika. Is what it was. I just looked it up. His name oh, was Laika. Laika. Laika, yeah. Aw. And so... cha-cha. Did Laika make it home? I don't I don't think so. Uh, I think all the animals they sent originally like all died. Well, that's animal cruelty. Well, it was the 60s. I'm pretty sure he's still floating in space somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's just a dog just floating around. But so the thing with the space race is this is the Cold War going on at the time, right? Just to put some historical, you know preface in there well when when was the cuban missile crisis the cuban missile crisis 64 was in the mid 60s i'm pretty sure because jfk was president so it it wasn't like a uh a front to keep people's minds off of that right no i think it was all culminating in that cuban missile crisis was 62 okay so that's well before yeah so well it's a year after gagarin goes into space so the first man to ever go into space from russia but I, what I've heard and what I've, what I've kind of in, interested me is that the fact that the Cold War is going on, so it's U.S. against the USSR, us against them, right? And nukes. Everyone's worried about getting nuked. They're worried about us nuking them. They're worried about them nuking us. Yeah, the Cold War was like stupid. Yeah, it was <laughs> MAD or mutually assured destruction. Mad is what it's called. So like, if they nuke us, we're gonna nuke them. Everyone dies. It was kind of why nobody nuked each other. And so the whole space race was kind of us going to war with each other without killing anyone. It was who's going to flex their muscles more. Who's better? Who's, who's better? better? Who's yeah. more technologically savvy? Yeah. Who's going to get there first? It was the 1960s version of, you know, I don't know, I'm more muscular than you yeah, are. Or I, I own, can bench press more than you. Or yeah. I own a nicer car than you. Yeah. You know, it was, but we did get the movie Red Dawn out of this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, mean, that was 80s. That was 80s. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's like several years later, yeah. but... <laughs> so, Roadhouse. The thing that... <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> I want to point out is that the U.S. was what had had an ulterior motive in this whole thing. So, don't we always? We, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and if so, anybody watched the last documentary that we talked about, unacknowledged, which you did, I did watch it. Yeah, as he rolls his eyes, and yeah. you did. I have, I have not actually oh, watched you it failed. yet. No. Anyway, listen, that's bonus. That's bonus stuff. It yeah. all connects. Yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, so, well, it all say. spawns from this point. So. <laughs> The U.S. and the USSR, they're two different, you know, the whole reason we hate each other is because we both use different economic systems. They're communists, we're capitalists. And they drink vodka. And they drink vodka. And we drink, what do we Hotka. drink? We drink whiskey. We drink whiskey. Hotka. Well, vodka's not bad, though. Does that make me a communist? Yes. Yeah, it does. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You no son of mine's going to drink an old damn vodka. You hacking emails or uh, polls there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the NSA to come in and uh, check Riley's computer? Yeah. No, 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 please. Please don't. No, 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 no. Remember, remember. <laughs> In, in your will, when you die, the first thing it should say is, please delete my browser history. <laughs> well, if you, if you know anything the, about anything, you're in private browsing anyway. Well, yeah, well, there well you, go. you don't okay. got to worry about it. All right, you creep. Anyway, so, <laughs> 2019 problems require 2019 solutions. So like that. what happens is, is that we're doing this to them also to bankrupt them because the amount of money it took for both to compete with each other in the space race, we could handle it. Our, our economy was booming at the time. Russia had and just... ladies and gentlemen, that is why your taxes have been and always will be so high. Yes, because we can beat <laughs> other countries to space. Let's so go do something for no reason. So pretty much what I'm saying here <laughs> yeah. is that the space race is pretty much like the start of the downfall of the USSR. Us beating them in the 60s 
will lead to their collapse in the 90s, which is huge for us. That's why we win the Cold War, pretty much. Because of the space race. Because of the space race. And, All right. And we got there first. So guess what, Russians? Ha! I'm just kidding. If you're Russian out there and you're listening to this, we apologize. Please send all hate mail to Riley at the Midnight Train Podcast. <laughs> no, if, if you're if you're Russian and you're out there listening, should have done it faster, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sometimes you got to race. Not first, you're last. So we, sometimes you got to race. Sometimes you got to race. So and they did, and we won. So I was just looking up something because I, I just wanted to see this. Um, we were talking about you know the animals and stuff in space and like they're still out there or whatever. So. I just looked up something online here, and it says, if you do die in space, your body will not decompose in the normal way since there is no cold, oxygen. Right? There's no oxygen. Oh. If you were near a source of heat, your body would mummify. If you were not, it would freeze. If your body was sealed in a spacesuit, it would decompose, but only for as long as the oxygen lasted. Think about that, dude. That's scary, man. Like, I'm cl- kind of claustrophobic anyway, and these guys going up to, you know, outer space, and they're in this freaking suit, and all of a sudden something happens. Like, what was that movie with uh, that uh, Sandra Bullock? Gravity. Gravity. Great movie. Dude, that movie totally twisted me. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, mean, I was at like, the uh, end, At the end, though, it was just like, really? Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, yeah. we've had enough here, really? Yeah, that's but it's, you know. You know what I was going to say? Is it? Is there any documented or record of somebody getting lost in space like falling off the ship or the satellite oh, I'm like sure. is there something because i've never sure heard there anything has to be. of you huh i've never heard of anything of you yeah but i mean the government doesn't tell us everything well i know area but I mean, 51 <laughs> just saying so we got to get everybody together in a facebook event and storm space we have to storm the moon it can't yes. stop all of us they can't stop all of us let's storm the moon Let's i think that's it. a great idea i wonder how many people we can get on facebook with that Probably at least like six hundred thousand at least you think yeah i yeah. was thinking like six just for the meme. And we're three of them. <laughs> yeah. Just for the memes alone. So, yeah, Riley, look up if anyone's ever, like, been, you know, lost in space. I'm sure they have because, I mean, well, we've, unfortunately, and not to bring it down or whatever, we've had some catastrophes happen, like the one Challenger that happened in the 80s, 80s with the Challenger and stuff, which is crazy. I was actually in, um, I want to say it was sixth grade. And, you know, back in the day, kids, if you're listening, the AV department used to bring in a TV Big old, yeah, big old, huge TV that was like strapped to the yeah, it was strapped because if not, it would fall off. Yeah, with like uh, you know, and they'd hook it up to the cable signal or whatever, and you'd sit there and you'd watch either movies or whatever it was. And they brought it in so we could watch the the Challenger take off because it was a big deal because it was the first woman who was going to be, you know, launched into space. She was the first female astronaut. And she was actually a teacher too, yeah, wasn't she? Was. she? Yeah, and unfortunately, due to some really whatever problems, uh, they it exploded. Or was it a conspiracy because they didn't want to put a woman in the space? <laughs> I think you're stretching on that one, but I mean, maybe, who knows? But anyway, the fact that that happened, I can remember looking over at my teacher and she was like in tears. She was straight up in tears. She was just looking like, oh my God, I can't. And none of it, we're in sixth grade. What does that mean? You're you're 11, right? 10, yeah, 11 yeah, years old? Least. And we're like, why is she crying? You know what I mean? Like, oh, the thing blew up. We, I guess we didn't understand the, no pun intended, gravity of the situation. Um, yeah boo sorry um but you know when it happened it was such a a catastrophic event and she was my teacher was i'm pretty sure she left that day because of it yeah it was nuts anyway right what do you got oh i was gonna say so you know the the famous neil armstrong quote that we played at the beginning Mm -hmm. one small step for man it's one small step for man one giant leap for mankind yeah he, that, he doesn't say in, to infinity and beyond? That's Buzz Lightyear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close. Wrong guy. So that quote, if you think about it, doesn't make any sense. Why? Because man 
he's referring to all of mankind, right? So really what he's saying is that's one small, small step for mankind, one giant leap for mankind. Wait, what? Think about it. That's one small step for man. You're making my brain hurt. One giant leap for mankind. Right. Okay. Because man and mankind are the same thing? The same thing. Yeah, but I think maybe what he's saying is is he's the man up there. Well, there's a whole. And it's a big step for the entire world. There's a whole conspiracy. There's not a conspiracy, but a whole. Like 30 years later, someone went through with like modern day technology, like we're using to record this, and went through and uh, isolated the audio file. And Neil Armstrong actually says one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. So it makes it sense makes with that. Sense that way, yeah, yeah, it makes more sense, but you can't really hear it in the um in the recording, but in the audio files it actually jumps when he says A. Listen, so we're all aware here, Buzz is is a badass. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later, but just you watch your tongue about Buzz, all right? Because he's that dude is he's tough, bro. He was a senator too, right? Uh, he's, from he's from Ohio. He's from Ohio. Somebody, one of them was a senator. I know that. John Glenn. I'm thinking somebody else. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a different one. He's from Ohio. John Glenn's from Ohio. Most the uh, majority of astronauts have been from Ohio. You hear that? Rest of the world. <laughs> so while we sit here and make a podcast, a lot of people we know are probably going to that's space. That's right. We might go to space. All right. So listen, I just looked up um, a you know people being lost in space and stuff. And t- sorry to get off on the tangent or whatever, but this kind of stuff intrigues me here. So. There have been quite a number of, uh, you know, either space flight related accidents or people getting whatever. So in 1967, there was a parachute failure and uh, a guy named Vladimir Komarov passed. Well, didn't make it. And then to go through all these, but there's uh, incidents of decompression in space. So somebody decompressed three Russians decompressed in space, dude. That's in like 1971, right there. June 30th of 1971, they decompressed in space. So they did not make it back. Um, let's see here. Vehicle disintegration during launch. That was the 1986. That's the Challenger, um, which again, that sucked. Um, vehicle, another, there's one for, uh, in 2003, there was a vehicle, uh, vehicle disintegration on re-entry. And then there was a bunch on training or whatever. They're saying there's anywhere between 18 and 20 people lost their lives due to trying to do space exploration and stuff. So kids think about that. You want to be an astronaut? Just saying, no job is safe. Just putting it out there. I'll tell you what, nowadays I would do it, but back then, in the 60s, I still wouldn't do it. Well, you ever hear that uh, they sent the space landing was done with technology that is less than a modern day like watch, like an Apple watch? Like they, they sent a man to the moon with technology that is less powerful than what we wear on our wrists or keep in our pockets now. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you also have to think, too, that back then when, like, you know, computers, which is a very broad term back in the day, but or even technology at that point in time, like, um, you know, computers, like we have these things right here that are super powerful. They had entire buildings that was like a fraction of what our computers nowadays do. Now, think about that. And That's I know how they got the technology, by the way. Oh, my God. Don't you start with me. John Connor, Skynet. Oh, John, okay. I'm glad you went that way. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun. Oh, sorry. Um, so imagine what it's going to be like in like, I don't know, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years from now. Yeah, but will it? Because I feel like we're capped right now. I feel like there's nothing like, I mean, the, it, yeah, but we probably thought like about that about phone. cars and then all of a sudden Tesla comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's always going to be that's an electric car. Who cares? What do you do? Who cares? Show I me care. a car that runs on air. Show me a car that can function on air. And then we'll, then we'll talk. That's next wave future Jeff, stuff. We can barely function on air. That's true. 
I'm just saying. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about the conspiracies of the moon landing. Now, listen, I don't know. I, I just want to get a quick poll here for the three of us here. Who here believes that the moon landing actually happened and that it was legit? I do. I'm saying I do. I'm on the fence. I'm waiting for this podcast to find out. Okay, Jeff. I I'll explain later. Okay. <laughs> So, 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 <laughs> oh man, this, this is going to be a fun one. I know oh, yeah. it. I know it. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break and uh, yeah, we'll have some uh, sponsor stuff and some commercials and whatnot. And then we'll be back to talk about the conspiracies of the moon landing. Happy 50th anniversary, folks. This is all one small step for man. Can you hear me? It's Mike. I've been oh, Jesus. I cut, 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 cut. All right. I'm Mike. Stanley. Mike. Stanley. Get Mike off of the intercom. Okay. Like, like, no, stop. Mike. I can see you. Oh, Mike, 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 listen, buddy, Mike, you're on the, remember, remember, we're filming right now, okay, buddy, remember, where are you at right now? I'm in orbit. Yeah, you're in orbit, right? I'm on a ship. You're on the ship, yeah. I'm a pilot. You're a pilot, you're doing a good job, buddy. Hey, buddy, listen, we're going to need you to be quiet for this part, because Neil, Neil needs to say his line, okay? Yeah, yeah. Neil's on the moon. I can see him. Yeah. Neil is on the moon right now, buddy. We're on a set right now, but Neil's on, supposed to be on the moon. Night time. Could someone just take that mic away? All right, from him? all right, we're gonna go ahead and mute his mic here. Yeah, let's get, get no mic. All right, he's he's muted. He's muted. You're good. You're good. I think we're good. Go ahead and go ahead and record. Right. Yep. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All, all right. right, and action. All right, one small step for man. One small. Wait. Oh, oh my Jesus. God. Right. Neil, Neil, give me a second. He's literally Neil, give yelling me a out Neil, of give me a second. I'll oh, take care of this. Jesus. I swear to God, if you oh, don't get off my set right This now, is so stupid. Sorry, Neil. He's not a professional. They're never going to believe yeah, this, guys. This is over. They're All right, just cut. We'll, we'll, we'll go back tomorrow. Oh, We're done. Jesus. That's from the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? By the man who directed the moon landing, Stanley Kubrick. How did he know? How did he know what? About that. Hollywood magic. Stanley, witchcraft. Well, that's our first conspiracy, right? That's Stanley Kubrick. Well, that, well you're bringing that one up. Oh, I never I'm heard of that bringing, one before. Oh, that one's a big one. You so uh, welcome back. And uh, it is the Midnight Train Podcast. And we are talking about the moon landing and uh, everything along with it. The conspiracies and so on and so forth. Uh, so Riley just brought up one about Stanley. Okay, so this is funny, funny to me. Apparently, Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing, but supposedly wanted it. He was so obsessed about it that he sent people to the moon and filmed it on the moon. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah, that's the word, basic. Word on the street is that he was such a perfectionist that he was commissioned to direct the moon landing by the United States government, and he couldn't have it any other way but to actually go to the moon and, moon and film it. So... In other words, it still happened, right? It's, it's a joke. That's a joke. People believe he actually filmed the moon landing, but they made that joke. People are stupid. It's fake. The moon, <laughs> the moon landing, according yeah. to people, you people are is fake. You you crazy man. You're crazy. You're crazy. So all right, conspiracies. Talking about the conspiracies behind the whole thing. So this thing, there's so many different things that have popped out about this. So. In 2001, February 2001, there was a uh, documentary from Fox, you know, because Fox, called Conspiracy Theory. Did we land on the moon? Well, that stemmed a lot of people going, okay, and they were showing, like, different videos and, you know, the, the, the stuff you see now online that everyone's like, oh, it's fake. We didn't land on the moon, you know? So that was that one. Now, before that, 
1971, there was a James Bond movie called Diamonds Are Forever, which is awesome. I'm a huge James Bond fan because of my father. Nice. Um, and there was a fake moon landing in that in 1971. Okay, so we landed on the moon in 69, and there was a fake moon landing in this movie, like, you know, two years later. Um, there was a Peter Hyams film in 1978 called Capricorn One. And nice. All right. And by the way, if you guys didn't, if you're not watching the uh, YouTube video right now, Jeff just totally scored a beer can into the uh, the trash receptacle. Listen, Kevin, over his, I know it's been over rough his... since LeBron left, but if you need my assistance, <laughs> I'm more than happy to help for a million dollars a LBJ. year. LBJ. Hey, speaking of which, just put a pause on this real fast. I know you're in a big sports guy, but we're only like one game back for the Indians right now. Okay, I'm a huge Indians fan, Cleveland proud, Cleveland love, you know what I mean? We're only one game back right now. So I'm just saying, I'm proud of you Indians out there. You know what? Not that you guys are listening to this podcast because you have better things to do, like make money throwing baseballs. But Good for the baseball team, but the name is so offensive to me and my ancestors that we will not refer to it as you have. Are, are you part Indian? <laughs> no, no. Oh. <laughs> but I'm sticking up for the listeners that are. Right, See, okay, I got you. I got you. I'm looking out for you. Somebody's got to do that, right? Uh, in 1976, there was a pamphlet sent out by a guy uh, named Bill casing and it literally says we never went to the moon thanks bill so this is in 1976 all right so now you know fast forward way 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 to like recent time or whatever literally steph curry you know one of my favorite people in the world and that's a joke there uh from the uh golden state warriors basketball player nba um said that he did not believe in the moon landing Kyrie Does he Irving. believe in mouthpieces because he likes to chew on his like non-stop all the time? Right. So what's funny to me is that NASA actually invited him to come and check out moon rocks at NASA. Like, listen, come check these rocks out. Like, let's show you that this is actually legit. And he recanted his uh, his 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 little thing that he said and said that he was just joking. So yeah, Steph Curry. These are like those hmm. flat earther guys out yeah, there. Yeah, why do NBA players all have very I don't, I don't understand. wild opinions on things like, that most people Like, no on. offense, guys, but listen, you get paid a real, really big amount of money to run up and down a basketball court and play. I couldn't do it. I'm not negating that in any way, shape, or form. But let's leave, you know, science and stuff like that. Stick to what like you're that. good at. Yeah, yeah, st- yeah, right. Stick to what you're good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just do, just do what you do. So that's, what's his name? Stephen Casing? Is that what you said? What's his name? Bill Casing. Bill Casing? Bill Casing. Okay, so this guy worked for a company called Rocketdyne, okay. which was a rocket engineering company around this time. Sounds and like a total 80s like right? villain company. It sounds like we're going to break Wall-E. into Rocketdyne, and we're going to free everybody. <laughs> Rocketdyne Technologies, man. Well, it sounds like something from like The Incredibles, you know? I love that movie. It's a good movie. So anyway, he works for this company. It's a rocket engineering company, and he said that there's no way with the technology we had at the time that we could have actually made it to the moon because we were years behind Russia in rocket engineering, but we were years ahead of Russia in filmmaking. And John F. Kennedy had promised that we would be on the moon by the end of the decade or within 10 years. Ah, the plot thickens. Could you imagine that conversation? John F. Kennedy walks in, there's a bunch of producers around, and he's like, now fellas. (laughs) Yeah, because he had that voice too. We need to go to the moon. But first, get me Marilyn. Right. <laughs> Marilyn says this is going to be awesome, but don't tell Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Listen, uh, again, we have been to and from in space, and it gets 
progressively more extravagant because technology becomes more advanced. And these people are like, there's people sitting in a room like us right now, but with way better equipment than we have right now, looking at the deepest parts of space. You know what I mean? Why is SpaceX having so much issues? You know what I mean? Is They've that, had like problem uh, after problem after Musk's problem. Company. Yeah, and yeah. Well, <clears throat> and you think about because he's those guys a- have all the money in the world to just piss away, right? So they can hire like the leading scientists, they can hire leading physicists, everything. They can buy all the equipment they need, but yet they have issues left and right, left and right, left Is and it right. Is a possibility that people like okay, so if I am a a documented like, you know, I don't know, PhD or plus, you know, NASA scientist or whatever, and Neon, and what's his name? Neon Musk? Elon. Elon Musk. Neon Musk. <laughs> Sorry. New at JCPenney. This is like a cologne. Yeah. Try Neon Musk. Try Neon Musk. Um, so anyway, this guy walks in. I mean, are they really taking him seriously? Because he's just a dude. Well, he's like, got the money, so of course they are. They want yeah, that cheddar. To fund something, I guess, I, I understand that, but the, I mean, NASA, because NASA got funding taken away from the government right didn't they stop the nasa program no 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 they they, they caught fun they haven't stopped the funding. But, okay they here's my it. point before we go too far into that right yeah yeah if you got all the money in the world and you got all the top brains and everybody on your team and you still have issues we're talking 1969 yeah where a goddamn toaster would like short out a, a power breaker in a house you know what i mean right like it is fishy it is questionable what i will say though is you know how you're pointing out that like spacex and all these private space companies have these issues right now could it be that instead of using technology that we've perfected they're trying to push the envelope with these reusable rockets and they're and they're not they're not sticking in our comfort zone they're 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 trying to innovate and with these innovations come the problem of trying to perfect them possibly but on the other side of the coin it's like well if their sole mission is to get into space just to prove that they can do it, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just go old school the way that works and do it? Well, be they, done. It would be 100 times cheaper. It'd be 100 times easier. It, it would be like nothing for them to do it. So but, wait a minute. Are you saying that they, they... So what problems are they having? Because I'm not aware of this at all. Like what, what, what problems is SpaceX having? The last having? one I heard is they couldn't launch off the launch pad. Something with propulsion or I don't know. Well, that just sounds details. like it's bad engineering at that point in time. They've had a few successful launches. You saw that Elon Musk. Did you see that he launched a car into space yeah, with yeah, a live stream? Yeah, you can actually stream. go on and yeah, you can watch, watch the car the float stream. around space. Yeah. yeah, add more debris around the Earth yet. Well, there's a lot of debris oh, around yeah. the Earth Oh, right I now. know. There's a ton of it. Like if you, I've, I've seen pictures where like there's just crap floating everywhere, Listen. dude. I want to enlighten our listeners that oh, are man. out of state because we're from the great state of Ohio. That's right. And if you ever want to know about debris, come visit our Lake Erie. Yeah, right. Any beach will do you. I mean, you can walk up and you'll pretty much see an entire BFI dumpster so, you know, on, in so the water. So funny story about that. I actually saw a, uh, a I don't know, commentary or whatever about like uh, the pollution in the oceans and how like we, the United States, we are a fraction of what is in the ocean. And then, you know, how they got rid of the straws and stuff, and now yeah. everyone's using paper straws. Straws were, like, even more infinitesimal of a, of a fraction amount. Like, Asia and uh, India, far more than we do. Far more. Well, because they're going through their industrial revolution, kind of like we did in the 1800s. But there's also everything. They're but also, lot, they're listen to those two countries I mentioned, though. There's also, like, how many times more people there? Well, there's no, there's very little restriction, too. We have a lot of environmental controls, and they definitely right. Yeah, not. we get EPA and regulations right. and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, maybe, maybe, maybe freaking Neon Musk is having some problems. Maybe he's just not finding the right guys. My point is with the whole thing is that 
you got a guy with what seems like endless pockets, right? We can all agree on that. He's got more money to do with than he needs, right? I mean, yeah. does so he? He's, uh, yeah, he does. Oh, he does for because sure. I mean, for sure. They said Trump did too. Just saying. Yeah, but this is <laughs> just saying. He's Sorry. not running for president, though. My yeah, point. Right, so I guess he my, should. My he's point not is that he, he has all this money and all the resources, but yet he's still not as successful as he should be. Given that what we did in '69, Apollo 11, right? With, like he said, half the technology that's in an Apple Watch. Yeah. Right? And this guy can't do it? Like, okay, well, something's kind of fishy there. I so, so this agree. is where your doubt kind of comes into play? Absolutely. Yeah, it does. I agree with that. But again, I just want to point out, he's not just, he's, he's not re- replicating a rocket from the 60s. He's trying to... No, and I get that. ...innovate space travel, because he, he's got crazy ideas. He wants to uh, make a, a tunnel for Los Angeles to... to decompressed traffic he wants to build um like high speed networking all over the united states he yeah. wants to build solar panel roofing so our like your shingles and everything would be made of solar panels so you can have energy like he he has a company that sells flamethrowers just because they can like boy i bet those guys over there in the senate in the house they don't like him very much do they but that's what i'm saying too that could be part of it as well you know yeah. they could be not giving him the clearance giving him and a the lot of restrictions and stuff like that yeah it's possible man because well, he's about from that. south africa he's yeah. not from here so maybe they're like listen you're you're stepping on the wrong feet right now you know what i mean like yeah, because why, those dudes are making big he money could. he could do the research he could have the resources and connections to launch like or replicate what they did in 69 or any of the other successful but, but i think what missions. riley's saying is is he, is he trying to just replicate that or is no, he trying, trying to, to do it differently right so maybe if he did sit back and just go okay this was what they did this is what worked let's do that you know maybe he'd have more success with that you know what i mean he yeah. launched a car into space right right I so mean, he know obviously. we know we can get let's say let's say the but, car actually went to space he can get to space he's not trying to prove that anymore but, now he's trying to prove can you do that with a really strong slingshot is that a possibility? I don't think you can break Earth's gravitational pull with just a slingshot. I think that sounds like a challenge. Go for it. Let's yeah. see how it goes. Can we get a Kickstarter going for this? Yeah. Larry, people, if you're out there listening right now, we want to get a Kickstarter together. We're going to build the biggest slingshot ever, and we're going to launch Riley. a car into space. I'll be in the car. No, no, that sounds horrible. You're my son, and I love you. Let's put one of your dogs that. in the car. Not one of my. Well, your, Lucy, we can put Lucy. Let's in put there. one of your daughters in the car. I can think of one. <laughs> I have one too. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I I think maybe what is happening with that whole thing is is that because he is such a, he's very extravagant. I mean, the guy's like you know, trying to do the craziest things possible. I mean, dude, he's got the the fastest like production car out right now because it the thing accelerates like crazy. You know what I mean? Like those cars are amazing. No, they're not. They're stupid. But anyways, moving on. Uh, you just don't like it. I don't. Yeah. At all. Elon but Musk is a weird dude, though. Have you ever watched the Joe Rogan interview with him? I have not. Dude, he, I, I really have to sit down and listen to the Joe Rogan. It's yeah, great. It's, it's great. Yeah. But he is weird. The way he just communicates, he has a very strange sense of humor. He smoked pot with Joe Rogan on his podcast, and that was a firestorm Whoa, for yeah. his PR campaign. Like That was big. It was bad news for him in America. Oh, he was like, the, he got in trouble for it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone like, like how we're sitting here now, like they're just handing a joint back and forth, and he's getting like just lit like a tree. And the next day, all the stock... Uh, of, stock uh, prices dropped. Oh, People are backing on. out of his stock. It's 2000. This yeah. stuff's about to be legal. You know what I mean? Like it's, it is uh, legal where he was at. They were in California. Yeah, that's insane. That that should, listen. If you smoke weed or not has nothing to do to me. To me, my personal opinion. If you're out there listening right now and you smoke pot, as long as you're handling your business and it's legal where you're at, 
I don't give a damn. Well, it comes with alcohol. It's the same thing as alcohol or cigarettes. As long as you're doing it's what you got to do, it's, it's less. Not, it's not so much that the, it's the point of like all these people that had put him on a pedestal, thinking that he was like this genius. You know, now they see but, him but acting like a real person, and yeah. they're like, oh, like they're let down. So but they, what does that have to do with his his abilities? Oh, you know God, what I mean? How Nothing. People react on everything on the internet nowadays. Uh, I mean, come true. on, that's true. So anyway, back to the conspiracies. Okay. Right? Well, uh, speaking of which, we actually touched on something real fast, and and. and you were uh, we were talking earlier about how you know how they got the signal and stuff like that. So they were trying to figure out how they were going to do this, whether it was using UHF or VHF or whatever systems back in the day. So, and this is off of a, an actual you know a legitimate website. I'm not going to drop their name or anything, but um, Wikipedia. It's not Wikipedia. <laughs> the solution was called Unified S Band, aka USB. It combined tracking, ranging, command voice, and television data into a single antenna. Voice and biomedical data were transmitted on a 1.25 megahertz FM subcarrier. Tele- uh, telemetry was done on a 1.024 megahertz biphase modulated subcarrier, and the two spacecraft, the, con- the command and lunar modules, would use a pseudo-random ranging code using a common phase modulated S-band downlink frequency of 2,287.5 megahertz for the CSM and 2,282.5 megahertz for the lunar module. Okay, so let and, me translate that real quick. Yeah, for once all they hit 88 there, miles per it's hour, essentially an HDMI cable wirelessly. Back in the day. Correct. This is back in 1969. It does audio and so video at a dropping, high signal. You're dropping fast. almost 300 megahertz of transmission in this. Okay. <laughs> so that's a ton, especially back then. You know? And then, um, so basically every type of information traveling between the ground and moon bound spacecraft had its place. What powered it on the moon? Uh, what, what powered the, the, the signal? ET and Reese's Pieces. That's a good question. Because, well, it's talking about now, it says about the uh, the television broadcast. So to free up space for a television download leak from the lunar module, NASA removed the ranging code and changed the modulation from phase to frequency. And this freed up 700 kilohertz, kilohertz of bandwidth for a television download uh, downlink on the USB signal. The problem was that this wasn't enough bandwidth for the standard video camera of the day that transmitted 525 scan lines of data at 30 frames per second at 5 megahertz. Instead, NASA would need a slow scan camera optimized for a smaller format. 320 scan lines of data at 10 frames per second that could be transmitted at just 500 kilohertz. So what they're basically saying is they had to use a, that's why it's grainy. That's why it looks the way it does. They use a smaller camera that wasn't, they were going to try and use some big ass broadcast cameras, but they couldn't do it because it was too much information being passed through. They didn't have that technology. So they used a smaller camera to be able to transmit that data back and forth. So that's what that means. So it's only talking about, so why couldn't they use the bigger camera? Because it was, it, it, it was uh, transmitting too much data back and forth. There was not, not enough bandwidth. But what, I, what, what I'm wondering is, I wonder if they also didn't use the big camera. Because to launch, like, uh, nowadays, to launch a single pound of weight into space costs, like, upwards, I think, of 10000 to to $100,000 extra per pound of weight. Imagine how much the cost was to launch an extra pound of weight in 69. Like... Those cameras could not have been light. That wouldn't have mattered, though, because we had America's money. Right. <laughs> right. Who cares about the homeless? Let's put people in the space. We have endless pockets to the moon. Right. So needless to say, and, you know, and it goes on talking about the camera that actually took, you know, um, you know, the, the first steps on the moon from Armstrong. 
um, and it was stowed in the uh, the lunar module's descent stage in the modularized equipment stowage assembly in the fourth storage area on the left of the lunar module's ladder. And this Mesa, M-E-S-A. Boogie. Yeah, not boogie. Triple rectifier. Right. It wasn't a rectifier, I promise. Um, the Mesa released when Armstrong, standing on the lunar module's porch, pulled a linyard, or lanyard allowing it to unfold. So basically this camera, and if you look online, you can actually find pictures of this camera. It was just this big monstrosity of a thing that kind of like just inflated and it's got this uh, like golden kind of whatever here. You know what I mean? It's got a golden thermal blanket on it and stuff like that. And, um, and you can, well, in the pictures, you can actually see the lens poking out of this thing. So, Though covered with a thermal blanket, the lens poked through a hole so you could see everything going on. Inside the lunar module cabin, Buzz Aldrin hit a circuit breaker that turned the camera on, allowing it to capture Armstrong's walk down the ladder in the first step. So obviously the lunar module had the power on it. Okay, real quick. The moon is 238,900 miles away from Earth. Right. I could run that. That's enough to go around the Earth nine and a half times. Right. That's the same distance as it would be going around the Earth nine and a half times. 1969. They're they're sending a video and audio signal that far. That just blo- that blows my mind. I don't know. I, I that that to me. I I believe the moon landing sooner than I believe that signal was able to send like that. In that time. Well, I mean, I mean, in that time too. And I know this from just wrenching on old school cars because I love them. But like in that time, you could take a 1969 automobile and drive it through a tunnel, and you would lose the radio signal instantly. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yet, like he's saying, you could go around the world nine times to get to the moon. Like, okay, so what is the deal there? Well, I mean, I think you also have to put into place too that they had. At the time, that this was a huge deal. They had every single money. FM stations don't have government money like this throwing it at it and saying, hey, create this thing so you guys can, you know, this this has to be the best thing in the world. At 1969, right. this is like the biggest thing ever. But what technology did they have, basically? I just explained it to no, you. I get that, but I mean, why would they not then after the fact? So people obviously know what this is then, right? They, they come back. It's everything successful. They come back. It worked, yada, yada, yada. Why would they not start putting that technology into radios, into cars, into multiple things? Well, I think they did. I mean, we just you think about it. We just got freaking satellite radio, like what, five years, six well, years we, ago? There weren't that many satellites in space at the time. You know what I mean? Right. Satellites were still kind of a, a fresh new thing. I mean, hell, I, all right, Riley, do me a favor. Look up. What was the first satellite launched into space? First uh, broadcasting satellite, you know, that actually sent like a broadcast signal back in. Well, the first GPS satellite to become commercially available was made by was was commissioned by Ronald Reagan in the eighties, I believe. Okay. So, but let me go. That's GPS. Right. Like, that's that's a military technology. All all this stuff is military technology that civilian use later garnered. The military is what pushes technological advancement in America. Right, like right. that is the what we're doing this for. We didn't do the space moon landing just because. Hey, let's do it for America. It was, hey, let's do it so we can crush these Ruskies. Because like, they know right. about me in Maryland, and that can't be. 62, July 10th, 1962 was the the first television pictures, telephone calls, and telegraph images. So okay. 62. So 62. Seven years prior. Seven years prior, they launch a, you know, I mean, one, who knows how many of these things. One. It's the Telstar One. The Telstar One. So they throw this up into space, and that thing's actually broadcasting signal. Okay? So they have the technology up there. And now, listen... 
again, you mentioned a second ago talking about how how do they send a signal all the way out there and it's that far away. Well, I mean, and I don't know this for a fact because I have to do some more research on this, and I apologize to our listeners right now, but isn't it possible that they could piggyback satellites to send that signal to where it's going? Maybe those satellites were there for a reason, to send a signal here that would turn around and send a signal here and then back again. Like, it's not one straight signal that's going directly from us all the way to the moon. It's got to be piggybacked on something. At least that's that's in my thinking that seems like the most well probable that seems realistic but i mean god so many things could go wrong with that many variables if you think about it how lucky are we and there were a ton that that did there were a ton of variables that went on with all that stuff the whole moon landing itself is extremely it's like one in a million type deal of it being successful and everything going the way it did but what i'm trying to say is real quick is that so let's say that you're on the moon and you're broadcasting that signal 200 and what was it 268,000 miles or whatever Take that that that. There's very little interference in in space, really, if you think about it. For that, for the FM signal or whatever signal, except for the aliens. Well, the alien spaceships would be the only thing you had to worry about. Right. So, <laughs> once the the Earth, once the, let's say the satellite theory, the dad put up, is real. So let's say that that once the signal got to, the satellite orbiting Earth, and it was amplified and then sent down through our ionosphere and through our atmosphere, it would be good because. Our Earth is gonna, the Earth's atmosphere is going to be the most um, interference that's going to be caused probably the whole trip. If that signal came from the Moon. It's not going to hit any interference really until it gets to our our Earth, right? To our atmosphere, right? So let's say the if it was amplified, then I would buy it way more than I would if it was just a straight shot from the Earth to you know NASA's headquarters or whatever. Here, here's my point. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this point before we go to break here. But you have an entire room as big as this. Let me. Look at this room, okay? Yeah. You can kind of get the gist of how big it is, right? You have towers of electronics and circuit boards and everything in this room to run one computer back in that day. Right. Yeah. And you're telling me they sent a broadcast with audio and video. How many miles? 9,000 something? Yeah. No, no, no. Like 280,000. 280,000. To get to the moon, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You're you're the freaking. Nine and a half times the Earth's circumference. So, yeah, 280,000 miles roundabout. That's my point, though. That's really, really, really hard to buy. And when somebody comes up with a a feasible conspiracy that doesn't have a lot of loopholes in it, that's pretty. What do we talk about? The Occam's razor, right? Yeah. The simplest theory is usually the most. Yeah, but to me, the simplest theory is that somebody created this, and that's that's what it was. They they had this technology because listen, you can look online. You can actually find um, a, a bunch of different tutorial, not tutorials, but like just um, you know, um, just documented things from people saying that you know it was days and days and days of them trying to figure this whole thing out. Like it, it's not like they just landed there and then all of a sudden they jumped out and boom, it worked. It was like so they they're circling. Been, yeah, but when the moon race started, which we talked about at the beginning of the show, what right. year was that? Space race. Well, Sputnik One was launched in fifty-seven. Okay, the Russians so started fast in forward roughly ten years, right? right. 12. Sixty-nine, yeah, 12, twelve years. years yep. Okay, in twelve years, they were able to come up with this technology alone, on top of everything else that had to how they were going to land the ship, how they were going to run the ship, how the ship, the the lunar thing was going to detach and then land on the moon, then come back up and take them back, and yeah. then the heat shield for reentry. I mean, holy Christ, that's a lot of things to figure out in that amount of time. Here's my thing. We spent a little over two hours today 
trying to figure out how to get four cameras. <laughs> to We're run, not NASA scientists, to run, Yeah, to run on our our recording we are, software. We are not. We are not NASA scientists. These guys, this Google. is what they NASA do. NASA scientists had to pioneer yeah, but, all that. But listen, <laughs> in every, let's just say there's 10 tutorials on something on Google, nine of them are going to be wrong. I just dealt with the trying to get the Wi-Fi in here this week. You know yeah, what I mean? Like right. everybody's got a different thing and it's like none of it works. Mm-hmm. All right, here, I'm going to leave before we go to break. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to just spill the beans here. I believe that we have gone to the moon. And we can go to the moon. Okay. I don't believe we did it with Apollo 11. You think it was alien technology? I think it was further down the road, maybe 13 or a higher number. But the 69 Apollo 11, I don't think happened. I, I just don't see how it's even remotely feasible for that to happen at that time the way it did. So somebody on this uh, website here actually broke down what they were using for this. All right. And All right so we'll go to... We'll go to break real quick, and when we come back, I'll actually talk about this a little bit here because it's pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned with us, folks. We'll be right back. Oh, God, dude. Listen, Mike, I don't know if you were paying attention to this or not, but holy crap, what was down there? We thought we were going to go down there and, like, you know, it was just the coolest thing in the entire world. Buzz, tell me it was not amazing. No, listen, you're, you're missing out, man. The, the moon? I can't believe you had to stay up here in the spaceship. Like, what a shitty job. Yeah, dude, I feel really bad for you, brother. But listen, I brought you this moon rock, and it's specifically for you so you can take home to your family, okay? Hey, in a couple years, when no one remembers you... At least you were here, right? Right, you were here. You were here. I mean, no one knows your name or anything, but who cares? You got a moon rock. It's for you. I mean, what kind of name is Michael Collins, can, anyway? Can I smell you guys? I mean, listen, can I, can dude, I just see smell the dust the on my fingers right like? here? That's moon dust. I bet we can snort this. <gasps> Don't can, tell NASA. Can I smell you guys? Of course. I want to smell you. Now, Mike, listen. I want to smell you. When you go home... Can I smell you? You can smell us. <laughs> Is that good? Do you like that? All right, Mike, I'm going to back off a little bit, buddy. Yeah, it smells, like, it smells like moon. Yeah, it does smell like moon. And when you go home, though, you can tell your kids that you went down there with us. I drove the ship. You did drive the ship. I kept you, the ship you in did, orbit. You did great. You did great, Orbit's Mike. fun. Yes. You're Mike, great. you did awesome. I can right? see you guys. Right. I saw the you flag. Did. Buzz, he did great, right? You did great, Mike. We're really proud of you, buddy. Yes. Way to go, man. I don't want to go back to Houston. <laughs> All right, and we are back. Now, listen. I understand a lot of people out there, like you guys are talking about, there's doubts. There's, you know, you guys have doubts about stuff, but do the research. There's a lot of people out there that are thinking about, you know, oh, the moon landing was fake or whatever. I don't think we would put that much effort into faking something that was that detrimental to to who we were at that point in time. You know what I mean? I, I think that's that, that, that was a legitimate thing. And especially now, that like you can, you can go on there and you could find... I mean, hell, Neon Musk or whatever the hell his name is, he, there's, there's a car floating around right now. This is 2019. I understand that this is 50 years after that, but we progressed. So if he was able to do that, then back then they had the technology because the government was throwing every single cent they had at this program because they wanted to beat Russia. It wasn't like a, oh, you know, we only have this much money. They're like, whatever it takes, just do it. Does that make sense? Mm, I got yes, something no. real quick. Oh, no, it doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, I got good, something. Good, so, good. you know how you said that, like you don't see the U.S. government going to that much, you know, effort to 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 persuade the people of the world that, that we're the most, you know, to justify 
us winning the space race and us being being better than Russia. You guys ever heard of the Gulf of Tonkin incident during the Vietnam War? Tonka? Just a couple of years later. I had one of those trucks. Jeff, Things you, are awesome. you're a conspiracy guy. You ever hear about this? No, and I like the fact that now I'm a conspiracy guy. <laughs> I've been like coined into the corner. You're now officially. So you're, you're one of yeah. Moody. Yeah. My buddy Moody. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. our you, own Moody, club. and Ken, man. You gotta, I'm representing you two fools, by the way, if yeah. you're listening. All right, yeah. so pretty much what happened is we lied during the Vietnam War. Uh, actually, this was on August 2nd, 1964. Which was in unacknowledged. I'd like to bring that up. Back yep. to you. Five years, previ- five years prior to the moon landing, we lied the american people to justify continuing as a false flag attack that we we launched and this was completely proved proven in the in pentagon papers that were declassified we lied to the american public that um a navy ship was attacked in north vietnam or we blamed the north vietnamese the nva that we were fighting and in reality we lied about the whole thing we staged it we provoke the attack just to justify the war so well i mean listen no offense or anything but that's that's kind of been transpiring for a while and and not to get into conspiracy theories about like 911 and things like that but listen you're you're comparing something to start a war versus something else that's not starting a war it's basically ending or or stopping a war from happening like that's not the government. The government wants to go to war because obviously that they, you know, we no. It's no, like he said it, earlier. We it, had to swing nuts. It's so us that flexing Russia our muscle. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We right, couldn't. Right. We couldn't flexing actually our do it muscle. Though. Flexing our muscle. It's fine. But like you just said right there, that that like they wanted to go to war, so they created this thing to happen. Because I mean, if you think about it, like when we went to war back in like you know World War Two or whatever it was, instantly. Our economy was like everybody's working, everybody's making these, ma- making this, making freaking weapons, making you know military vehicles and stuff like that. So that's what it does. It boosts your economy because everybody starts working to, in order to build this stuff. And it's horrible. But when you think about from the government standpoint, that's not what this was. This was a, listen, these Russians think they're better than us. We got this. And they made it happen. That, that's my I, I fully believe this thing happened I fully believe that it it transpired and that they had whether the technology was advanced or not advanced or whatever I still think that it happened and I think everything you see can be debunked when you talk about conspiracies I just think that going from the the we because what happened for for the Vietnamese for the war of Vietnam this wasn't to start the war. This was to continue the war. Right. So we, um, you know, th- around this time, you know, you had the Kent State shooting and the National Guard shot the college students Kent State because they were protesting the Vietnam War. The, the favor of the war in the United States had fallen significantly. We wanted oh, the yeah. United States to pull out. So what they did is they faked this attack in Vietnam saying, oh, they killed our people. Look how bad they are. We need to stop this in order to generate more. Yeah, but what's, what's the, for the war? What's the number one word you're using right there? War. Yeah, this wasn't a war. Well, this, the Cold War. This, I mean, the Cold War, but that was like a you know more of a you hurt my feelings kind of thing. Well, it, was I mean? a, it was a pro- no, it was a proxy war. We 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 were supporting right. two different sides in like Afghanistan, Iraq, but we were not physically. We were not. It wasn't. How do I put it? We weren't physically involved in an actual battle and an actual like an uprising or anything like that. It was. This is this, we're the United States. We're the badass MFers around here, and we're gonna do it first. You know, like you can go on and you can actually see where JFK and I, and they may have been in that 
video that you were talking about in Unacknowledged, where he was like, we have got to get to the moon first kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was more of a, it was a, it was a, pardon my French, but it was a, it was a pissing contest. You know what I mean? That's all it was. That was a pissing contest because we were supposed to be the greatest country in the world and we had to beat the, the Russians, period. Everything else you're talking about has to do with war and, and you know, especially the Vietnamese war, which is freaking, you know, Vietnam was horrible. You know, obviously I wasn't there, but like everything I've read about it, it was horrible. You know, I, I honestly, I, and again, you guys can have your opinions, but I do believe that we did go. And it was because they were like, listen, I don't care the cost. This needs to happen. So here's my last piece on this. I putting this into my, my, my mindset right now, the United States, John F. Kennedy, the president of the United States had said, we're going to go to the moon by the end of the decade. And they pushed it to the very last. And I think that if you ask anybody like maybe Papa, you know, your dad about the cold war, what it was like living your grandfather, my grandfather, what yes. it was like living during the cold war, they would probably say that they feared the Russians as if we were legitimately going to war with them, you know? So yeah. it makes me wonder I don't, I don't, what lengths would you go to, to show that you are the superior what like if you can't actually go to the moon what what would you do okay you know that's what that's what that's all i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna put my final note on this okay out of the three of us here who's researched this for this episode mike (laughs) mike yeah mike's in the ship right now mike did it what i'm saying is a lot of time if you go on and you start going through that rabbit hole and you start looking at things or whatever you can see but but it all it's it, we've talked about this over and over again. And Moody, as much as I hate to say that he's right when it comes to certain things, and Moody, if you're listening, we love you, brother. But it's all about perception. It's what you want to believe. You know what I mean? Like whether you whatever you will find your brain, and you personally will find a way to adapt that. And so with me, my brain goes, okay, show me the proof of you know it being fake, and I don't. All that can be debunked is what I'm saying. So if, if you sit there and you go through that, I do believe that it happened. I do believe that. And listen, and everyone out there, if you're listening right now, and you are because you can hear us, but I am I am all, you know, Mr. The government does things that we don't necessarily want them to do. They always have. That's, they're the government. That's what they do. And they're probably hearing us right now. We're going to be shut down next week. But who knows? Um, but But I don't think that was one of those things is all I'm saying. Jeff, I'm going to stick to my instinct and say that it didn't happen. Uh, I agree with both of you. I think you guys are both missing the point that if you connect both of your beliefs, whereas it was a pissing contest, right? And it was a false flag. If you connect those two together, it makes perfect sense. But at that time, and you look at all the technology around in cars, television, radio, anything electronic, even aircraft, right? Jets, planes, trains, automobiles, everything. <laughs> Great movie, by yeah. the way. <laughs> if you look at all that, there is no freaking way in that time period, which isn't that big, that we could have achieved what we did with what we had. Well, now, wait a now, minute. Now, if you go back... And this is kind of like a little extra step into the conspiracy. If you go back again to that documentary, you they explain how a lot of this UFO recovered stuff from 
Roswell, that technology was implemented into so many things that the government has done. It's it implemented into weapons, tanks, planes, aircraft, space research. Okay. Okay. So, so in saying that, hold on real fast, I, because you brought this up. How can you not believe that we did that if, in fact, we found this technology and we either reverse engineer it or use the technology in order to go to places of anything, it sounds kind of kind of productive on the fact of a believer as yourself. You know what I mean? So Roswell happened and we hit it and all of a sudden we have all this different stuff. Then it, then, then if you were a believer in Roswell and the aliens coming down, then maybe it would make more sense that we made it to the moon because all of a sudden we had technology that was never available to us before. No, see, I'm saying it did happen, but not at that time, right? It didn't, they didn't have enough time to, to figure it out. I really feel like it was filmed, like it was staged. I really do. I think they had the technology in the background, but it wasn't ready yet at that particular time. So you do take the Roswell into effect. You do take, if that did happen, you take in all those, everything they discovered with that. But at that time, in 69, with JFK, with all the crap going on with, with you know the Cuban Missile Crisis, Marilyn Monroe, everything, the Russia, everything... How the hell would anybody have time to, I mean, you're talking about putting a crew of men off the earth, through space, many, 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 many miles, land on the moon, project sound and video all the way back, get back on their little ship, go back to the mothership, and then come all the way back home and survive. Right. With everything else going on in the world at that time and and how technology was at that time. It's it's impossible. There's no but way. I guess my entire point is that, that, that again from the last the Area 51 episode that we just did last week or whatever. If if they had this technology, wouldn't that give them a hand up on things? Maybe maybe the technology that you're talking about Bob that came didn't come until the 80s. They but, didn't master the stuff till like late 70s, early 80s. But how do we know that? Because that's what we've been told in these. Well, leaks we've been told and, a lot of things. Conspiracy all I'm saying, but I'm saying if you look at it on a timeline. It all makes sense, but for that specific time, we're talking about Apollo 11 in 69. For that to happen, I don't buy it. And well, I will. So Roswell happened won't. what in uh, 47 or something like that? Is that right? Roswell what happened in 1947? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so you're trying to say that in 22 years, and once again, I'm going off of what you guys talked about and what you say you believe from the Area 51 and the aliens thing, you're trying to say that there's no way that they could have possibly harnessed anything and to get us to where we were going? Think about it this way. Let me let me just like kind of break this down in a little step, okay? So Roswell, let's say it happens, right? You get the crash, you got the bodies, you got the technology. Right. Step one, you got to ide- try and figure out what the hell just happened. That alone is going to take months, right? For the NSA or whoever it is, the government, the men in black, whatever you want to call it. To figure out what the hell just happened. Okay? Right. That's step one. (laughs) (laughs) Step two. I'm like, what the hell is that? Step two is, what do we do with this? How do we identify it? How does it... What is it? And how do we use it, right? That's a shit ton of time, too. And then in the meantime, through all that, you got to find people that are willing to keep their mouth shuts... And, and actually do this stuff. Like, but, we'll work on it, but figure it out, and has, keep their mouth shut. If the government is as as um, e- egregious as they are, and as so 
you know, just deceptive as they are, then why wouldn't they be able to find people? Well, they did eventually, well, but, but it stuff takes time. So that, I guess my full point is, if you look at all that, it's, yeah, it's a lot of years, but we, we weren't ready. Okay, we so let me ask you ready. this. Let me ask you this. So from the pictures and everything they had from back in 1969 and from the landing or whatnot, how did they know what everything looked like that we can actually go in 2019 and we can actually see the things that are actually there? How did they replicate that to such an unequivocal um, um, description that we that we have now? How did they do that? <laughs> this music's amazing. <laughs> feel, what, Riley Cooper. What is in the one. space launch for five thousand dollars? <laughs> no, Bob. Think about it this way, okay? Alex, can I have shut the fuck up for? They 500? have the puzzle. They have the puzzle. That's all the stuff you're talking about right now. Right. The pictures, the whatever. They know how they're going to do it, but they can't get it to work. Right, okay. just like before this podcast, we had four cameras. Right. We knew how it was going to work. I knew how to lay it out, but right. we couldn't get to work. We had to figure it out, and that took what two hours. Now that's a minute. This is just metaphorically speaking. That's right. a minute little tiny problem. You're talking about back in the '60s, right? They had the plan laid out. They were working in the plan as they go. Right. They they had ideas on how it was going to work, but they didn't. How 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 could they get that to work? You know how much luck that would take for all of that I, to just like well, I guess that's, that's kind of what I'm saying like though. I, what I'm saying is in 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 accordance to what you're talking about is how did they know if it was faked? How did they know what everything looked like? How how did they know that the moon looked the way it did and that it actually does now? Oh, telescopes, even yeah, but tell telescopes. You want to know something crazy? Uh oh. You ready, of course for, this? I do. You ready no, for this? No, I'm not. Just take a listen to this, guys. Okay. When you didn't, calling the kettle black if you ever thought of it. Saying Will I you misrepresented get it myself. Away from me. You're what a coward this? and a liar and a thief. Oh. That was Buzz Aldrin socking a dude. That is exactly how I wanted to end this. And Riley, thank you for bringing it up. So, Buzz Aldrin in 2002. Now, this actually happened in 2002. So, that's what, 17 years ago? So, some guy came up. To Buzz Aldrin, who was a part of the Apollo 11 and part of the the eagle that landed and went to, you know, onto the moon or whatever. Him and, uh, uh, um, what's his buddy? Neil Armstrong. Don't forget Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Mike. Oh, Mike. (laughs) Oh, Mike. We don't forget you, Mike. We're sorry. Um, So anyway, some dude comes up to him and like basically is a non-believer. Buzz Aldrin at like 60 some years old, 70 some years old, punches the dude right in the face. Of course he Just did. You know how many years he's him. probably get, been getting that? I mean, he's probably <laughs> but tired lays of it. him out. And that's why I think the moon landing is real. Because if I spent that many years of my life hearing people call one of the greatest human achievements ever fake, I would start punching people in the face too. Thank you. And that is that is the only reason I believe it actually happened. Because that, he socked a dude in the face. <laughs> that's that's a definitive right there yeah, for Riley. I don't right. need any other facts. I have a video of Buzz Aldrin punching a guy in the face. All right. So listen. Again, just to reiterate, I'm not saying that we haven't been in the moon. I'm not saying that we haven't gone to space and landed on the moon and yada, yada, yada. I'm saying specifically for this episode for Apollo 11 in that time you period. You don't think it happened? No fucking way. Okay. Well, I disagree wholeheartedly. I Let's do believe we were there. And I believe that, you know, America and all that stuff. America. But in saying that, now listen, all of you listeners out there, if you've stayed with us this long, <laughs> we <laughs> would love to know do. what you guys think about, uh, you know, whether we went to the moon. Um, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff. Do your research, look at it, and see what you guys think. Uh, send us an email at the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can shirt. always go on to the, huh? Buy a shirt. 
Buy a shirt. I yes, did. yes. I got Sam Sock shirt. I can't yeah, wait to get the it. Sam Sock shirts are pretty sweet. I got mine coming this week too. Yes. The Sam Sock shirts are probably the best. Um, so go uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like us. Find out what stupid stuff we're talking about next time. Uh, our excuse me. Our website is the uh, Midnight Train Podcast. That's the Midnight Train You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, um, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please like subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you like what we're doing because it really does help us out in the ratings if you're on youtube and you're doing your thing listen we're here to just entertain you guys but also to give you guys some knowledge like i'm learning a lot of cool stuff about these things you know what i mean um i just want to bring some up real quick you know the last episode we did of this mini mini series yes um we had a lot of great feedback on uh, our social media you know with comments of people sending us message and commenting on posts you know yeah. just saying like they enjoyed you especially know, about the, uh, the unacknowledged or whatever it is yeah and and just basically what we talked about i really want you guys to hit this one home so when we post this episode up i want everybody's comments i want to know if you believe me or if you side with me more or if you side with john yeah. more just because are you team jeff yeah, we or want, you we team want to know john what, what the majority out there really thinks right let's now, see don't get into like an elaborate story of like you know this is why because this rock is to the left and then you know 230 in the video blah 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 There's just face give us moon. a simple you know what I think it didn't happen, or I did think it happened. Yeah, I'd right? like to hear a little a little poll, like a poll yeah. going on, like what you guys are thinking of. And again, please review us. Let people know about what we're doing, because, uh, listen, we're doing this because it's fun, but we also want to, like, you know, inform people. And the bottom line is we, we want to make you guys kind of laugh, too. You know what I mean? Like, we want everyone to laugh out there because life is too serious. So that's what we do. So on behalf of me, I am John... That's Jeff over there. Say say bye, Jeff. Bye. Bye-bye. Riley, it's your turn. Bye, say goodbye. Guys. If you're right. on YouTube, you Any can last see comments? You know what? Either way, we had fun. <laughs> I was waiting for like some kind yeah, of Yeah, I was waiting for something there. deep on that yeah. one. Yeah. You know what? Either way, I had beer tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Find us anywhere you do. And please, please. Stay tuned for next week because we're going to be talking about something really, really cool. We don't know what it is yet. <laughs> but we're going to discuss it in the next few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> or do we? It's, 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 it's a conspiracy yeah. in itself. There's a conspiracy right now, Riley. We didn't do that. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We are the Midnight Train Podcast. See ya.